LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. G'day, I'm Scott Sanders. And I'm Derek Hanna. Welcome to The One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for Gospel Centre Ministry every week. Yep, that's it. And Scott, what's happening with you, mate? Well, uh, it's it's the start of another crazy year, so uh, we'll have cohorts starting pretty soon. Cohorts for cohorts for the Reach Australia Development Program. So I'm excited about you know seeing another 30 leaders. Hopefully uh, this year go through that uh, program. It was a big year in 2019, getting that off the ground. Well, yeah, we launched last year and saw 14 church leaders go through the first uh, two cohorts. And so this next year, we're hoping to do another three. So yeah, it's going to be a big year. Excellent. Well, listen, the one thing's brought to you thanks to Geneva Push, the Australian Church Planting Network. And we're also proudly part of the Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. And we'd encourage you to check out our new network page on iTunes and see all the other quality Christian podcasts that are available out there. But for now, you've pressed play on episode 97 of The One Thing, communicating with your supporters. Now, this is a, uh, a really important uh, topic because I think we do this pretty poorly. We just kind of expect people to give to our ministries without actually uh, letting them know what's going on. You know, you've all probably uh, supported that AFS staff worker and it started out strong with, you know, nice detailed newsletters and uh, feedback and then it's just tailed off as the years go on and on. And you, you notice as well when you've got people who are good at this. So I just got an email this morning from one of the guys that we support and he's regular in it and he gives us stuff to pray for. He asks things I can pray for. So you notice the big difference in support and you're engaged differently. Now, I think Paul gives us a great biblical model uh, for this. I think there's lots of uh, you know, scriptural uh, responsibility for, for us as Christian leaders to be regularly uh, thanking God for our supporters, regularly giving um, feedback. And so on today's episode, we actually speak to Christine Jolly, an AFS uh, staff worker from uh, Hobart down in Tasmania. She's got some excellent uh, thoughts and thinking into the whole area of how do you communicate well with your supporters. Our special guest is Christine. Welcome, Christine. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Now, that is not an Australian accent. No. Where is that accent from? That Tasmania. 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 Yes, that's what we all sound like. <laughs> no, it's very frustrating for me to go down to the farmer's market and them to say, oh, where are you visiting from? <laughs> I live just up the road. Thank you very much. I have for the last 12 years. Um, no, I fell in love with a Tassie boy when I was at Bible College in um, America and grew up with uh, American missionaries in Germany. And I love it here. Excellent. Don't intend to leave anytime soon. Great. And what what are you doing in Hobart? I work with Australian Fellowship of Evangelical Students, and I work on the campus of University of Tasmania with the team there. Okay, excellent. Which is, explains why you're at NTE. Absolutely. But one of the things, and I mentioned this before, one of the things that I heard you start to speak on, and you mentioned at breakfast right a couple of months ago, um, was around how it is you engage with your partners. Um, yeah. Now, your supporters. Your yeah. supporters. I like to think of them in three different categories. So I've got my supporters, those who have good feelings toward what I'm doing. They're friends, they're people at church, they're family members from afar who have heard about what I'm up to and just have good vibes for me and may occasionally lift me up in prayer. Um, and then I've got my mission partners, and those are people who have committed to 
either financially, monthly supporting me or a, a one-off generous donation. Or for those who, like my friends who are single moms, don't have a lot of money, but they're the ones who every week will text me, Christine, what's going on? How can I pray for you? And I slot them into my mission partners. But then you've got your investors. Those who, when the money leaves the bank, they feel it, they've planned for it, they look for it leaving their bank account every month when it leaves. And those are the people who are truly invested mm -hmm. in what God is doing through me at the University of Tasmania. Mm -hmm. So I think about them in those three categories, and I fully intend for them not to stay in those categories. And the way I look after my supporters is I, I give them information so that they know what's going on, so that those occasional prayers turn into regular prayers. And for those who have given a little bit, I give them information and I give them resources. I give them a website to share with their friends so they, they can tell their friends, hey, this is what Christine is doing. She's really exciting. She's sharing a lot of content. Look and see what God is doing through her. So they've got something that they can then share with others to bring in other mission supporters. And eventually those who are sitting in the mission partner category, they're just loving, like over the year, they're loving is seeing what God is doing as I share videos, as I share photos, as I share brainstorming sessions with them. I say, hey guys, I'm thinking about doing a training with my students on prayer. What have you guys got for me that you can add to what I'm thinking about doing them and having a big brainstorming session together on Facebook? So they have, they're giving really good, valuable input into my ministry. They really feel like they're a part of it. And some of those mission partners have come on board and they are genuine investors, you know, committing to $250 a month, leaving their account to support what God is doing. So, so that's really helpful on just in having those different categories of good feelings. Let me see if I've got them right. Good feelings, yeah. mission partners, and then investors. Yeah. And actually seeing someone, you know, moving moving through those categories or, or, or staying in one of those categories and, yep. and being okay with that. Yeah. Do you, do you treat them all the same? I, there will be the occasional, so for my mission partners, those who are supporting me regularly and financially, I want to be accountable to them. I want them to know that I am doing the work that they are, they, that they are supporting me to do. Um, but I also want to let them know that I'm not just relying on their financial support. I'm doing the hard work to bring in other people. Mm. Um, so I make sure that I give them a financial report at least once a season so that they can see the progression themselves, see that I'm working towards the goal that we all together have agreed that I will achieve. When you say season, what do you mean? You mean three? Yes, yeah, so summer, um, okay, that summer season, autumn, yeah. winter, yeah. They, eat, they all get a seasonal report. Mm. And it'll be unique content that I have haven't shared in our Facebook group where I have behind the scenes look into mm. what's going on but this will be just for the financial supporters a bit of a golden nugget mm. just for them so that, that's really helpful what do you what do you put in your regular update so the so I've got a monthly update that just goes out to anybody and everybody those who have good feelings mm. um, but for anybody even those who don't have good feelings yet and so what's so what's <laughs> So what's in that? Uh, so it's so a monthly this thing. Is, this is just what's been happening. I'll often share content that I've been sharing in the Facebook group. Not everybody has Facebook, but the email list is a way to get that information into the email list partners. Um, I'm sharing articles that I've come across that have helped me in my ministry that can also help them in their ministry as well, in their ministry context. 
Um, I'm sharing prayer requests. I'm sharing actual videos, like in the moment, we're having a staff meeting. Here's a great selfie. Mm. Look, we're hard at work. Look at the whiteboard behind us and all the brainstorming we've been doing. Because I've seen you taking photos around yeah. NT as well, uh, and yeah. The One Thing is part of the LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network, and this is a good chance to point you to one of our other podcast partners. Have you listened to Group Answers with Chris Surratt and Brian Daniel recently? They're part of the LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network family, and they're covering topics like the Enneagram and small groups. That would be interesting. That's an interesting one, the Enneagram. Anyway, all-time best Bible studies and Trevin Wax on discipleship trends. All-time best Bible studies. Yeah, would you write them and that's it? That's an oh, okay. There you go. Anyway, just look up Group Answers on your favorite podcasting app and check them out today. Now, back to the topic of Scott. What have you got in your toolbox? Well, my top must three resources for communicating with supporters are uh, we've, we've actually designed a great course just around support raising uh, in Church in a Box. So, we'll give you a link in the show notes to that. Uh, jump in on that. that. That will give you a uh, yeah, hearing from experts, uh, church leaders, all about support raising in your local church. Uh, the second is a tool that we've actually created called churchstarter.com. It's a crowdfunding platform. If you're trying to raise funds for a project or a ministry, uh, churchstarter.com can do all the hard uh, work and heavy lifting of uh, receiving your uh, donors, uh, collecting uh, money from your people, and also give you the tools and framework to actually build an excellent campaign as well. The last one, a couple of resources from one of my favorite church planners, Chris Eakins from Coast EC uh, on the uh, Geneva Push online resource library. Uh, he does a, just a really short little snapshot on how to give stories that actually inspire generosity in your church and in your network as well. And the last one is just a, uh, a talk that he gave for us a number of years ago at an inspiring generosity um, event that we did as well. So two excellent resources there. Now we're going to head back to uh, Christine. And, uh, and more of the interview that we did with her down at NTE. So how long does it take you? This sounds like it takes a whole week, you know, to no. do a video <laughs> and amazing photos. And I'm sure you're in there working on the filters and making sure <laughs> no. everything kind of looks good. No, it is all just in the moment. I'm on Facebook anyway, and um, it'll be, I have a thought, an idea, or a question. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put it to my mission partners. I'm going to put it to my investors. And I just flick open Facebook, put it in there. And that way, when it comes to writing that monthly newsletter, I'm not spending even half an hour putting mm. it together. I've already got the content. And so um, it's very simple just to put it out there. So that's really helpful, monthly, doing that simple newsletter. But yeah. the quarterly thing. So what's in the big, bigger the quarterly? The quarterly thing special. Yeah. That's where they have... Now you're spending a whole week on this one. I crafting am. the word. You are. Okay. I am. I'm getting my daughters to um, to use their paints to to decorate cards that go to each of these... Um, personalized cards. Personalized oh, cards. Um, handwritten notes. And there's always just a little something in there, whether it's um, a page of stickers for the children of those who are supporting me, or... Um, during winter, I had some uh, fine little uh, silver type leaves that I put in there with the instruction, put this in whatever book you're reading, whenever you see it um, as a bookmark, whenever you see it, please pray for me and what I'm doing mm. in Tasmania. And there's just a little something for them each time. So it's really, it, it's really, really helpful hearing you talk about the importance of prayer and encouraging your supporters to be prayerful and engaged and, mm -hmm. and, and sharing stories as well get them in the ministry as well. So uh, these, this is all requires intentionality. Yes, because I see them as 
they are a key part of our ministry. I've had occasionally some supporters tell me, Christine, stop spending so much time on us and just get on with the work. <laughs> Believe me, I do get on with the work, but they are my work. If you look at Philippians and how God treats the church of Philippians, mm. Um, and how he has so much love for them. And they were one of the only churches that were sending him money, sending him items that he needed, sending him people, people yeah. to help with what he was doing. And the love that he has, that he just spills out from the beginning of Philippians to the end, just showering, like, I remember you in my prayers. You are my joy. My good feelers, my mission partners, and my investors, I have so much joy from what they're doing in supporting me and being involved because they have set aside time to pray and time and money to give and the time to text me and say, how can I pray for you? Um, they are, they are my almost my boss. I'm accountable to them. They are a key part of my ministry. And the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing is because of them. Mm. I can't forget them. And there's a discipleship relation as well. It's yes. helpful. You're, you're passing on training stuff. You're yes. also asking for prayer points from them. So yes. there's a there's a there's a, a you know mutuality there that again yeah. Paul talks about in absolutely. So Paul remembers them in his prayers, and recently this year I committed to not only expecting people to be praying for me, but I message those who are on my list and I work through them once a week. I I get a segment of my list and I message each and every one of them and I say, Hey Tom, how can I pray for you today? Mm. And I tell you almost a hundred percent of the time. I get a response from that text, and it is usually something that's in the moment that God is working at them about, and it's it's such a treasure to be able to hold space and to be able to lift up to the Lord in that moment that something's God is working in their lives that they maybe haven't told anybody else, mm. and to be able to partner with them on that level has been a huge spiritual discipling moment for myself in working in gospel ministry to be able to lift up these people who are lifting me up is a treasure because it feel it's less transactional these relationships you're describing and transformational like you're being changed but they're being changed by it, even as you do the ministry so it's not just out there it's this re relationship as well which sounds key That's what a genuine partnership should be like mm. and and i think uh, it makes for a lot better support raising conversations with people yes. as well you're not just asking for money all the time you're actually asking them to be involved in your yep. ministry now one other thing just to, as i've been listening to you talk as well you actually want ideas and input into your ministry so you've actually you've actually got a you, your team on campus but then a, this larger team who's praying for you invested in your ministry but also able to share ideas resources and hopefully you know make the ministry that you're doing even even better Yes, and, and shaping my I, I, ideas that I have. So one example is that I am extremely passionate about um, women, um, and it's great, I love Geneva Push, and um, one of the things that I wanna see church planters doing is genuinely seeing women as co-laborers in the gospel, and not just as this is something that I've gotta do because people have set me apart to do this ministry of work. No, Paul himself calls women co-laborers in the mm. gospel. Um, so I often write about it, I flick ideas and articles that I'm reading, and I get those who are in my group to feed back to me, and there are a lot of women who are in my group, who have those good feelings, who are actual mission partners, who feel the same way. Mm -hmm. And they want the church to see them as co-laborers. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Absolutely. So one of the things we do on the one thing, uh, Christine, which I know you're a long-time listener, <laughs> first time on the podcast, uh, we have a toolbox. What are some helpful resources that you found for uh, you know yeah. supporter engagement? I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it its technical term, even though that's not really how you're describing it. Um, I highly recommend. So when I first started, a web a website was really important for yep. me for people to instead of handing people uh, a card or a brochure that they'll just lose in their bag um, giving them a URL to go to that looks beautiful um, that is really clear not cluttered that they can see straight away this is your mission this is your vision this is your values and a blog where I can share ideas and behind the scenes and if you're not happening. if you're not good at that one of your supporters can probably set that up for you yeah, or New Front Door, which I'm on the board for. Newfrontdoor.org, I think. Yeah, yeah, we can help you with that too. Excellent. So there's two resources. Third thing that you've found helpful? Um, third thing that I found helpful is a prayer journal. Um, so mm. as you're meeting people and as you're talking to people and as they're sharing their lives with you, as you're sharing your lives and your mission and your passion with them, write it down so that the next time you see them you you maintain that genuine connection and you're actually 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 praying for each other that's good so christine what's the one thing you want to leave us with when it comes to gospel partners gospel partners are genuine co-laborers in the gospel who have set aside their time their prayer time and their money and their resources to enable you to do the work that you feel called by God to do and so look after them mm, that's great excellent thanks for uh, joining us on the one thing Christine um, thanks thanks for dealing with this tough audio environment at the back of uh, the back of NTE. Uh, it's been really great hearing your stories and I reckon a lot of great you know, great food for thought for people as they think about engaging with their supporters. And if you want to support uh, Christine, you can go into afs.org and find Christine on there. Right up there, Christine Jolly. Now, just as we come to the end of the podcast, let me remind you the uh, Geneva Push National Coaching Tour is on this year, in just a couple of months, actually. Uh, Ch- Craig Tucker and Kathy Hurd, our directors of coaching in the Geneva Push Network, they're travelling the east coast of Australia. Sorry, Adelaide and Perth. Um, but shout out, and I reckon we can make that happen. Uh, possibly. Anyway, big commitment there. Gospel coaching is about having intentional, one-to-one, ongoing conversations that bring the gospel to bear on the coach's life. And that's what we're going to be doing, exploring a full day, identifying and learning that, and how you can coach people in all different contexts of life and ministry. Uh, starting 31st of May in Brisbane, 2nd of April in Melbourne, and the 3rd of April in Sydney. So go over to our website, genevapush.com, and you can find the link to it there. If you've liked what you've heard on The One Thing today, we'd appreciate you just taking a moment to rate the show on iTunes and even leave a comment. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of The One Thing. Coming up in our next episode, we've got Tony Robotham from uh, AFS Ministry up on the Gold Coast, and we're going to be having a great conversation with him about healthy church and student partnerships. I'm Derek Hanna. I'm Scott Sanders. Chat soon.